Welcome! Oh my god! It's what's for dinner again. It's episode 155. It's part two of Talking with Dean Edwards. If you missed part one, listen to it, because part two is not going to make any sense whatsoever. But this is uh, me and Dean Edwards. We're here on the Norwegian getaway. He and I are both the uh, headlining comic for the next couple of weeks. And um, this week, we just continue our conversation from last week, talking a little uh, little more about comedy, a lot about comedy, and uh, more about just um, life, and uh, especially what's, you know, kind of things to be grateful for as a comic. This episode is a little more serious, a little more insightful, a little more thoughtful, a little more, um, what's the word? Real, I guess. And of course, Skippy Green is here. Yeah, Skippy comes with me everywhere. It's such a, God can't get this guy off the case, but it's an honor to have Skippy. And Skippy actually throws Dean for a loop um, with the questions, so prepare for that. And um, as I mentioned last week, if anybody is in the South Florida area, June 3rd, I'll be doing a show for Wise Guys Comedy in Coral Springs, Florida at Tavalona Della Nona in Coral Springs. That will be on the 3rd, and then on Friday and Saturday, June 5th and 6th, I'll be performing at the Laughing Comedy Club in Fort Myers, Florida. So a couple places to see me on land. And if you're in the Tahoe area, the week after that, the 10th through the 14th, I'll be at the Improv headlining over there in Lake Tahoe. All the dates and all the information can be found at flipisfunny.com. All right, enough of the rambling. Enjoy part two with Dean Edwards on What's for Dinner, episode 155. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking about what's ever on their minds. Um, well, that's indeed that's and, and but because uh, I went to the Middle East in '09 actually. Okay. Uh, did you know Scott Kennedy? Uh, no, no. Scotty, so. ama- amazing, like a great comic, but mm-hmm. um, he went over there. I would honestly say, and I'm not exaggerating, between 45 and 55 times. Oh wow! He went like once a month. Wow. He had a tour that went once a month. He wow. passed away a couple of years ago. So. Oh wow. Um, okay, I'm sorry. To hear that. But oh uh, yeah, I mean, it was sweet, sweetheart of a guy. It had nothing to do with him tra- traveling. No, over no, it's just. I no, I thought you were going to say his, his or my. My uh, my uh, imagination took. I was like, oh, please don't tell me that someone went down on one of the tours because I actually like going over. But now, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, he bombed. Literally, right. uh, no. It's just um, I think just health reasons. Okay, okay. But um, I got the same uh, same thing because um, like yeah, you see, I didn't really see a lot of the lifestyle of the people right, there because right. we were pretty much kept on the bases. Right, right. But I did do a military tour. I think two years ago, one of the places I went to was uh, Kosovo. Okay. And we had to drive from this little dink airport to this kind of makeshift base. And right. we're driving through these towns. Right. And, and you see dead camels on the side camel, of the road. You see yeah. buildings that are half built right. because they were destroyed in the first Gulf right. in the, uh, the, when right. Slobodan Milosevic was right. running things. And I saw guys literally have chickens, live chickens, holding right. up for sale and bags of grain. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. fuck me. Like, yeah. we really it's have not it better that than bad. Than you could ever it's imagine. Not that bad, man. I'm, I'm t- I was uh, I was just in. I did uh, a tour in Kuwait. Uh, we did uh, two of the bases in Kuwait. Uh, did you have the improv out there? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, um, uh, what's his name? Dave Dave Stroop is booking. Oh, no. is it? <laughs> <laughs> Stroop books over there too. No, um, we, we were doing a uh, Ali Al Salam. Yeah. Salam. 
uh, and, and uh, another a smaller bass, Jabir, I think. Um, and we had we had a blast over there. But same thing, we because some bases, like you said, sometimes you'll you'll fly. Like if you go to uh, 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 um, Aludid in in Qatar, in Doha, Qatar, uh, that you you land at night. It's uh, it's sort of westernized in that there's a Hardee's a slash Carl's Jr. in the airport. Right, right, right. You get in this 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 van with with one of the captains. It's it's eleven twelve o'clock at night, so you don't see a lot anyway. And you go straight to the base, and then you're on the base until uh, you fly out. You know, a couple of days later, maybe they'll take you to a Mediterranean restaurant along the way. Right. So you're not really seeing the the crust. Of the area you're in, this this particular trip, um, the two bases we did um, were were probably maybe an hour apart. So we're driving in the desert for you know forty five fifty minutes, and same thing. And they're like, "You're see- the same way we see roadkill <laughs> going going uh, up along the Taconic State Parkway in New York City, where you're seeing dead deer or or maybe a dead raccoon um, off to the side of the road. You're just seeing." Dead camel, just laid just out, sand covered them. You like know, like a tauntaun. Yeah, just like a tauntaun. <laughs> I thought, oh, it smelled bad on the on outside. The <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> don't you love when you find other Star Wars nerds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are more of us out there. There are. Yes, um, are there. So, uh, <laughs> he did the, the yeah. Ears. If y'all had seen, you could have seen the, the, the ears. His, his this ears. video. You see um, it. it it's, we'll, we'll, that'll be the next time. Um, yeah, and and I was like, oh, this is wow. You're seeing roads that like they, we're on the road, and then they're like, all right. If you guys notice, this this road is about to disappear, and it veers off to the right, and there's just sand over to the right because they just didn't continue didn't with that it. one. Yeah. And, and you're like, word. All right, I won't complain about potholes yeah, anymore exactly. on the Brooklyn Queens Expressway in New York City. You know what? It, 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 it's it's uh, kind of like in relation to comedy. It's like sometimes, and I'm sure you probably get this too, as as every comic. Like, I get a little, you know, bitter sometimes. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my I'm here, but this guy started with is here. Right, right, right. Why can't I be here? Right, and, da, 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 and I want that. And I'm just, I don't I even just, think that's you know what, and and just just. A, I never. I don't think that's bitterness. I think that's re- a reality check. Um, I think it's human. I think we we live in an era where we, you know, it, I mean, this is taking it to a drastic measure. But when I hear people say, "Oh, he's hating," I'm like, "Well, no, it's okay to have an opinion on something, and an opinion that's contrary." So you, because they're guys like, for instance, Kevin Hart and I, and I love Kevin. That's a friend of mine. We we we've known each other for years. I remember when he was little Kev the bastard. You know, we both tested for SNL together, and I helped Kev. I didn't tell people that I was uh that I was audition. I didn't. I Ian Edwards is the only person aside from my mother and my my wife that knew I was uh I was preparing to audition for SNL. And Kev came to me. He was like, "Yeah, man, I'm uh I'm auditioning for, for Saturday Night Live. Can you help me?" And in my mind, I'm like, "But I'm auditioning too." But I'm like, well, that's my friend, so I'm gonna help him because what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do. What what if if I'm gonna pop? If they're gonna like me, they're gonna like me. If not, 
They're not. I'm also feeling a little not cocky, but I feel a little swag. I feel feel confident because Mad TV just offered me a gig. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna help him out because that's my man. That's cool. And there t- there are times where I'll see Kev uh, Kev Kev's success now, and I'm like, damn, I got damn. What the? Maybe I shouldn't have helped him with his, you know, or whatever. Or, damn, I wish he got SNL and I, you know, or, and and I did. Um, I, I don't really go through that, but, but there yeah. are times where you see guys, you know, Billy and I, we all came up together. Yeah, we all came up. I was me and Tosh. Yeah, Tosh. Yeah, so Florida. in Florida, right, yeah. right. So I think it's I think it's healthy to see other people's success and use it as motivation to spark. When you're feeling lazy, because as as comics we are lazy, we, we, we which is why we became why comics, we you know. Yeah. Um, but the the that's supposed to spark the work ethic. I don't I don't ever. It's bitter when you sit around and you just you bitch and complain about someone's success as if they didn't work hard to get there. And instead of complaining about it, why waste the energy complaining versus doing something to help? To help yourself, yourself, you yeah. know, and so that's I, I'm, I, I didn't, I, I always say I didn't mean to cut you off. I did mean to cut you off just to <laughs> offer that point because but because I, I think I think there's there's power in words, and I don't th- you don't come off as a bitter individual that would look at Daniel Tosh and say, "Damn it, we started together. Why don't I have and he has?" You might be the individual that says, "Damn it, we started together. I'm happy for his success." But what the hell? Where, where's my Where's my shot? And I think that's human to 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 you know talk to. I don't know if you're a spiritual person or, or, or if you're talking to God like God. Let me. What am I doing? What do I have to do? I I look in the mirror. I know when I'm being lazy. That's why. That's why I I said yesterday I'm going to eat these fries and get them out of the way because mm-hmm. they're here. I know I want them. I did it. It's done. Now I don't need fries anymore. I got a. I, I was in the gym at seven a.m. because I'm like, all right, if you you want to look the part, you want to feel leading man, you got to look the part. So you got to get in the gym. You got to you got to lose ten pounds. You know, I was in 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 my room earlier. I said, all right, I gotta I gotta write, uh, write this. I, I have a couple of things I'm I'm working on. All right, you're gonna we're gonna punch up this uh this this script that has a bunch of holes in it. Palisol helped me. With it, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. So now I'm doing my third draft. I got to get it done, you know. And and when I, if I don't get it done, then anytime I see, uh, say a Kevin Hart or any any friends that I see making it happen, I can't get mad at their success and wonder why I, I I'm not getting anything because right. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I didn't. I I was uh I was watching. I was watching Tropic Thunder, <laughs> you know, Tropic Thunder well, instead think, of. But you know, I think there's a, there's definitely a balance between keeping yourself motivated, keeping yourself focused, keeping mm-hmm. yourself pushed, but then allowing yourself to relax. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. To enjoy yeah. it, you know. Yeah, you got to. You yeah. got to. Otherwise, what's the point of life? You know. No, absolutely, absolutely. And um, I th- I think my just my original point was that uh, you know, like a, uh, some guys that get that bitter thing in them, uh, it's that same way that uh, we get as a country, like. You know, fucking, uh, you know, why should I, I don't know, like complaining about your life in America. Mm-hmm. But then when you see Kosovo and you see these right, other places, right. you go, shit, I don't have, we don't have it bad. This right. is good. Same way I see my career sometimes where I, if I might get a little like, you know, why not me? What's taking so long? 
But then I look like, well, fuck, I'm working on a ship. I'm making right. really great money. Right. And there's t- hundred times more guys that would love to be in my position right, right. than me to be in a position above. Like, I sometimes forget that, you know, the fact that we do it for a living right. is making it. Right. That, that, you know? Dude, tell people that all the time. You know, like, because I, I think, especially uh, when you work in the arts, when you're working in the arts, whether you're a comedian or an actor or a dancer or a singer, musician, musician yeah. what have you, the the... The the mistake that the, the that most people make that the average Joe makes is, uh, they think or people think, success is being splashed on the cover of Rolling Stone or Entertainment Weekly or uh, on uh, Access Hollywood or Extra or Entertainment Tonight, um, when really the success is a doing what you love. <laughs> um, and B, which is the really important part, the important part of show business, business having eight letters, show having four, the important part is being able to sustain your life based off of you doing something that you love. You Absolutely. know, and so that's success. So Absolutely. how many people think about this? Think about how many people have come up to you uh after show. Oh flip man, you a man, you're funny, man. You dude, what you need to do movies. <laughs> Right, and and they say that, and and I I say it jokingly because I don't think people mean it in a negative way. I think people are just so blown away by what you do on stage that they're like, "Look, I, I see the star potential. Why hasn't Hollywood?" Right. So you appreciate it, but then the cynic in you that tells jokes for a living that has to have a smart smart Alec retort, retort at yeah. least mentally. Is like, oh, you know what? I I didn't realize there was a sign up sheet right. for Hollywood. Uh, let me let me you know. Uh, I'll write a letter right. just so uh, Reminder, Mr. Spielberg and Mr. T- Mr. Tarantino, uh, this guy uh, from <laughs> from Omaha saw me on the Norwegian getaway, and he said I should be in movies. So can we step this up, please? You know, because um, people mean well, but people don't understand that. Um, a that's kind of slighting what you do. Like mm-hmm. I, I know, you know, I was on SNL over a decade ago. You know, that was a, some people might say that's a long time ago, um, but it still carries weight now because, like, like we said earlier, there are only a handful of people in the grand scheme of things. There are only a handful of people that have done this show. Um, that being said, people will come up like, yeah. So, what uh, what else have you done? I'm like, but I, I just, I just did. I'm at Pittsburgh Improv a couple of weeks ago. I, but I just did an hour. I did extra time. I did an hour and twenty minutes of. You just told me your abs and your face hurt from laughing hard. So what do you mean? What have what I else? been doing? Yeah. I've been, I've been mastering this. I, I'm pretty f- proficient at stand up. Yes, you know. And in the meantime. Between Hollywood recognizing, you know, whatever talent I have or something popping in the realm of Hollywood or if you're a singer waiting for that big, big song to hit and then have people go and rediscover the the entire catalog of you, that then that's fine but i have to i have to hone the chops in the meantime. Absolutely. That's what that's what the that's stages it. are for. Absolutely. 
Could you know, not, could not agree more, my friend. And most most comics, I think, because uh, Flip and I were saying this. Uh, we were talking over lunch earlier. We were saying how neither of us, you know, you go back maybe a year or two. If someone said to either of us, "Yeah, man, uh, how about getting on those ships?" To you're like, I'm not, and you get arrogant with it. I'm not a cruise not a ship cruise comedian. No. I I tell real jokes for a living. <laughs> exactly. You know, but. Then you realize, you know, you're, 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 as you're, you, you gain some more wisdom and you get older and get, gather some insight, you, say, you realize to yourself, you know what? Let me earn this living, still do what I love doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Is take it as another challenge. Yep. This is not saying, cause, because there are, I think there are cruise ship comics. There are guys that strictly work you know 40 45 weeks a year doing cruises and they're content and they're six figure guys yeah, like that's yeah. that's that's the other misconception is when people come with these sort of sideways comments like yeah what else do you do dude i enjoy life yeah. i'm living you know um, but when when uh when you look at those guys they're content you have bigger aspirations you know you um i get the sense especially when you told me that you you've done shakespeare you have an actor in you i also i because I, I i look at your cat i'm like okay this dude he likes musical theater he likes straight theater and he likes uh and he has a varied something like i was actually impressed with with uh, the movies on your hard drive, because I was like, I, because I have a, a, a similar eclectic sort oh, of nice. from from. I mean, you had from Monty Python and Airplane one and two, yep. and the jerk like classic comedy. Absolutely. To to uh, yeah. do to, to I'm I'm trying to think of uh, the, the the dramas because I was like, oh wow, and to animation he had Fantasia, you know, and and. So I'm like, okay, Flip is like me. He 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 wants he wants more, but is is content at the same time saying, you know what, I'm I'm living, and I'm making a good good living for my for my wife, my future family, and for me, uh, I'm saying my family and my wife, you know. Um, so I don't complain about any of this because I know there are guys out there the same way we can look at say, uh, you came up with Tosh and I came up um, say with Kev. There are also guys that have been out with us that came up with us that aren't even um, doing it anymore. Aren't even doing it anymore. Fell by the wayside, or they're still trying to just get get into flappers or the right. improv or the laugh factory or right. name. You know. Yeah, you know, like I, I think I might have mentioned this on the show before, but I think if you really did the math, and I was, I'm doing a guesstimate on it. Let's say that there are, I'll round it to. 10,000 people in this country mm-hmm. that would call themselves comedians. Right. And of those 10,000, realistically, mm, let's say 80 of them mm-hmm. are the Kevin Hart level. Oh, that, right. You know, that right. like superstar, right. TV, film, right. you know, blown up kind of level. Right. So that's then, less than 1%. Less than 1%, I right. would say. Then there's, I'd say, comics like uh, Brian Regan, Dom Herrera. Mm-hmm. You know, not household names, but huge in the comedy world and make a great living right. doing it. Right. And I would say those guys are probably, eh, say a hundred. Okay, maybe okay. one twenty. Okay, so that lead, that's two hundred. Right. So and now we have two percent, two percent that are earning really nice, really living. fantastic right. wages. Right. Then they're guys like at my level, guys right. that are good road comics. Have road a, dogs. Know, if you know your comedy, right. you've seen them. I've done some mm-hmm. TV stuff, some mm-hmm. little stuff make a 
make a pretty nice living right. doing this. Right. And I would say that number realistically, let's say six hundred in okay. the country. Okay. That leaves. So what is that? We're still we're still at we're still less, less than ten percent. Yeah. There is over ninety percent of these other comics, right? Yeah, that are struggling that either are doing as a beginning open micer, right, or yeah. bringers, or yeah. the guys like you said we started with, but they're still struggling to get to that next. Where am I? Because you didn't. I was like, I was like, I, I got to get in there. Somewhere. I would say you're a little above where I am, <laughs> oh, okay, and a little yeah. below Regan somewhere. Okay, in that, okay, somewhere. I would say you're the bottom of the bottom of the the uh, the hundred or the top of the uh, 600. I appreciate it. Shoot, I'm like, I, I see, okay, I see you with you. Because I was going to say, I'm right there with I'm on the same ship as you. You well, know yeah, what I mean? But you, you've got, uh, you're, you're more, you got more notoriety. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so that's where yeah, I would, I would yeah. put you at a... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but you know, but when you think about those statistics, and yeah. you think how many other people are below where we are? Yeah. Fuck, man. Dude, I, I, I had that, I had that same conversation with a buddy of mine uh, and I probably said this on on uh, on my podcast before because it it bugged me. He was, you know, we all complain, and and I think amongst your friends, it's it's okay to get something off your chest, your frustration off your chest. That's that's what friends are for. And but love the song, yeah. Oh, so Dion is brilliant. Oh my god. Um, so uh, you ever notice how wide Dion Warwick's nostrils are? Like, have you ever just looked? Oh god, yeah. Remember, Madam? Remember the puppet, Madam? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember <laughs> looking at Madam and saying, "Yo, if Madam and Dion Warwick <laughs> were, were, were party like coke, coke heads, nobody, nobody was would ever in, get along." Right. So um, it was Waylon. <laughs> Waylon, uh, what's the guy who did Madam Waylon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> no, he. So my buddy was complaining. He was like, man, and and this is a guy who, um, still currently he, he gets a lot of commercial work, right? Uh, got a great um degree, uh, college degree in uh in theater and dramatic arts, and moves to L.A. gets cast in a couple of movies. Boom, he's working. And in the last couple of years, he's 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 probably um I'd say since like two thousand eight, maybe earlier, he's consistently earned um work as a as a commercial actor. He gets you always see him in commercials. To to so much so that people are always joking, man, man, you're getting all that commercial money. And I just like he and and most other uh, actors know that sometimes it's a buyout, sometimes uh, it's only getting cable run versus right. class A network runs, and so you're not making as much money as people would think you're making. Um, so one day he's venting, he, and but I hear it consistently, him you know complaining. He's like, man, man, I didn't I didn't move to L.A. to become a commercial actor. And I told him, I said, "Yo, I said honestly, dude, you need to you need to chill." I said, "Cause listen, the fact that you can even put any word to precede the word actor, actor. yeah, but ultimately it means you are a working, working actor. actor. Absolutely, you're in the you're in the top the top percentile of people that actually can can afford to pay their SAG dues." Um, annually, so they don't lose their name, you know, right. on, name on IMDb, you know, and he because he was complaining. I said, you know, the problem in LA that I that I found uh, uh, 
I even experience sometimes when I go out there versus New York. New York, I think I was like New York is 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 Shaolin Temple as far as whatever your 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 uh vocation is, whether you're you're a comedian, a singer, actor, um New York's where you go to train. So Shaolin Temple where you're learning your you're in every chamber and you're mastering your chambers. You know, if if, if your your chamber is you're focusing on the bow staff, that's your thing. If you're if you work with puppets, then that's your thing. If you do impressions, that's your thing. LA is a showcase town, in my in my opinion. LA's where you go to to fight the man choose. That's where you go to make it. That's where you go to prove to Hollywood, yo. This is what I do, and I'm pretty good at it, you know. And then they put you on, they discover you, what have you. Um, I said, if if you look at any any, we all know people that are that are millionaires, you know. We know guys that are doing well for themselves as writers. Um, we know people in every 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 facet of the entertainment industry so anytime i'm in la because i'm only there for maybe a week or two weeks at a time unless it's pilot season maybe it's a little longer i go out there and that idle time is what gets to you that 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 silence of of being used to interacting with people in, say, in New York, I'm always around people on the subway or in the streets. Right, L.A. Right. is very disconnected. You can be in your own world, in your own bubble. So if I go to L.A. and, like, my my, my crew of friends that I hang out with are, like, Ian Edwards, mm-hmm. Hugh Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's, see, let's see. Ian and Hugh. Russell Peters, I, I would stay at Russell's crib a lot, um, but he's been on like this world tour for the last couple of months. So uh, Sidney Castillo. So say I go and hang out with with all these dudes. Uh, Hugh just I am me today. He's he's working on some new show. So there's there's a chance if I go to L.A. All right, damn, I don't I can't hang out with Hugh during the day. Uh, damn, Ian was just writing for uh, Blackish, and before that. Uh, two broke girls you know damn all right i go out there i can't hang out with ian unless it's at night and since he's writing on this show um he he probably doesn't want to stay out too late and go to swingers or 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 where or or kitchen 24 Mm -hmm. um you know so that so that's what you wind up you know you're not just competing with uh wanting to get an opportunity you're also competing with your own ego saying geez i don't want to be sitting at home alone oh yeah, yeah. uh geez my all my friends are working i gotta get something too you know oh, yeah. so that's that's what gets to people and for for my buddy who was who was uh whining about being a commercial actor i'm like yo dude you're an actor and you're working that's a beautiful thing just like you said when you do the math of how many how many tens of thousands of people are in the 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 greater metropolitan Los Angeles area and then you go to the outskirts of the valley and, and mm-hmm. Burbank and what have all the people that are vying for these handful of slots and, and you're you can, getting them. and you're getting them you're getting even if you're only getting one a year that's more than a, a most of the people yep be fucking grateful yeah man yeah absolutely man it's, it's not it's not worth wasting the energy and, and he's he's actually in the last couple of years he's gotten better about that he's 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 uh more yeah. grateful i think that happens a lot with uh like you were saying just age experience maturity right, right. you know it's 
for me, I know it's been more about just putting things in perspective. Right. You know, because right. I think when we're all young and hungry, all we see is that end goal. Of, yeah, yeah. You know, we have blinders the, on. We're yeah. just running. And then, you know, when things aren't happening the way you thought they would or, the, you know, it's not happening in the time that you thought you would or right. whatever. And then you you go down one or two paths. You get on the path of fuck this, fuck everybody right, right. else. And, you know, uh, you know, become that bitter, dark person. Or you go the other way going, okay, you know what? This is I, you know, this is where I am now. Mm-hmm. This is the way it's been happening. It's not done yet, right. but take stock and appreciate what yeah. you are now. Yeah. Take know? the blinders off and take look the, and, and exactly. look side look to side. Around. You're yeah, like, yo, it's it a looks lot kinda, more than what you were focusing on. Better than I on. thought it was. You know, yeah. and you're gonna you're everything around you that you're not paying attention to. If you're not careful, is gonna go away, and then yeah. You're just going to be alone with with yeah. regret, you know. Yeah, there's I I've, and I know a lot of those guys too. You know, oh, yeah. nothing worse than uh than 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 missing, you know. And it sounds so c- cliche and corny that you're missing out on the journey. Yeah, but the, the, the journey's gotta fly. You know, Abs- you know what, dude? I'm the, uh, I think it's life is at the end of the day about the relationships right. that you yeah. form. Yeah. You know. The experiences that you have, whether they're what you wanted or what you did, that all uh, on, that that all is going to make up who you are. But the material things, the 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 goals that you thought you wanted, all of that shit, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. It matters right. the people that the the relationships that you form, right. like you know the people that you meet, the people that you let into your life, the yeah. people that you keep yeah. at an arm's length. Those that's what it's about. Because I agree. at the en- at the end of your life, when you're Sitting there with your final thoughts, you're right. gonna when that rocking chair, eh, and you're gonna go. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pissed. I never got that audition right. for this, right. or I'm so glad I met my wife and uh, right. have, you know, have a family, right, and, and experience that as a, as a, you know, as a personal thing. Flip, I'm about to cry right now, and it's well, that's just what went this is about. A, went into a weird space, man. I know. Um, by the way, I know you got to get going because you got to get uh start doing your set. Oh yeah, oh god, have we been yeah? We we oh, we've wow. been talking. This is gonna be a two parter. We got to do a two parter. We, we here for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll see y'all next. No, week. No, no. Th- what we <laughs> what we just been doing is is gonna be two parter. Right. Oh, but, okay. Okay. But um, before we go, this is the one thing that I okay. like to do. Okay. <laughs> this is your Barbara Walters. This, this is, if you were a tree, <laughs> <laughs> it's close. Um, this is a little part of the show called the Skippy Green Show. Okay. Okay. It's the Skippy Green Show. Dean Edwards. Holy shit. I don't know if we ever met face to face. I know you've heard of me, Skippy Skip, Green. Skippy. Of course. Skippy of course. Green. But no, no, I, I remember you. I remember when you were, uh, you and little Kevy, the bastard. Yeah, Kev, with, Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart, the bastard. Ba- yeah, I'm talking. Uh, this my is bad. when the, the, I remember the two of you used to go around, used to do your uh, your little impressions of uh, who was it, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, and yeah. Ethel Merman. Merman, of Merman. Of course, of course. You'll be swell. Oh, you're bringing the tan to the You'll be great. Oh. That was awful. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Dean, here's how this works. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. you got to answer the question. All right. In 10 words exactly. 10 words exactly. Exactly. Not 11, not 9, 10 words. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to have to be. Good man. Skippy, let's do it, baby. If you were a boy, could fuck any former cast member of SNL. (laughs) That's hilarious. Who would it be and why? Who would it be and why that person? Ten words exactly. Before I answer that, Skippy, can I ask you this? 
I got to ask you. Oh, you're question. throwing you're throwing a monkey wrench. I'm not throwing a monkey wrench. Have you asked any other former cast members this this question? No, I haven't. <laughs> you were the first. I'm the first. All right. In ten words or less. No, no, ten words exactly. Or in ten words exactly. God damn it! Listen to me, Dean. I am. I'm sorry. I'm it's not, all right. Add kicks in. Ten words exactly. Ten words. Who would I? Mm. What former member? Who and why? Mm. I'll and I'll be your fingers right over here. Uh. <laughs> Yo, this is hilarious. Uh, look, because that's a forty years of history. Man. I understand. I'm, 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 I'm running. I'm but running don't down. Take forty years to answer the question. No, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm going through the uh, list of of. Uh... Did I mention you have ten seconds to think about it? Ten. Oh, did okay. You okay. did okay. All right, all right. So I'll just uh, who comes to mind? Okay. I would probably knock off. Christian wig for the characters. I like that. Ah, That's beautiful. Ah. Beautiful. It's the Skippy Green Show. Dude, that was, dude, I got, that was, that right. was awesome, I'm, I'm man. proud of myself. That, you should be. I'm proud of myself. Hey, and there, listen, there are a lot of other female <laughs> cast members in there that, that I'm probably throwing there too. But I mean, Christian wig had a lot of characters. Sherry O. Terry had the fatty though, so I did. You know there was a there was a challenge there. I know some people are sitting there saying they're black people that listen to this and will say, "Dean, what about the sisters? Well, there were only three, maybe four, three and a half. Maya Rudolph, she's you know Maya Rudolph's Minnie Ripperton's daughter. Oh yeah, you know, uh, love, love you. You know, so that's like fifty percent Negro. Right there. So, so you got uh 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 you got Maya. You got Leslie Jones. Le- well, Leslie's current. You said former. You said oh. former. All right. So I said Maya. Uh, Leslie's a friend too. I ain't trying to mess with Leslie. You, I, we known each other. No, we she, go back like spinal cords and eight tracks. She's fuck you with her dick. Oh wow! I ain't saying that, Leslie. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, that I was you, that was Skippy. That was me. That was Skippy. That wasn't even flipped. That was Skippy. That was me. I did a great flip impression. Ellen Cleghorn, Denitra mm-hmm. Vance, mm-hmm. Uh, Maya Rudolph, and now just the current sisters. Uh, that it? Uh, I think so. Somebody told me there was another one that I, that I wasn't familiar with, um, but I know Denitra Vance in the in the mid to late eighties. Ellen Cleghorn. Ellen Cleghorn was early nineties, and then Maya Rudolph. Um. Wow. And, yeah, man. And and now Leslie and Shashir. So that's five. But somebody told me there was another sister in there. I'm not. I'm not. And and I'm not confusing that with like every brother that's worn a dress on the show, <laughs> which has been all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you gonna feel when you put on that dress, Dean? Tracy said that to me one really? He's like, he's like, you feeling good right now? How you gonna feel when they put you in that dress? They're going to put you in a dress. My first episode, I was dressed like I was dressed like Grace Jones in six-inch pumps. I was trying to holler at Alicia Keys, too, but them pumps kind of killed all that. I was like, uh, she was like, you better work them heels. I was like, guess, hey, guess uh, I ain't going to try and holler at you right now. I will work them heels, you know? Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes. She, what Bond villain was she? Bond movie, Grace Jones. Uh, Beauty of a Kill? Oh, uh, 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 Kill. Beautiful. It's a view Beauty to a kill. Yeah, because that was mid-80s, yeah. That was Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran Duran, yeah. Oh, it's a view to a kill. 
Dude, where can people find you online, man? Y'all can find me online. Um, just follow a brother at I A M. I am I am Dean Edwards. That's uh Twitter, the uh Instagram, Facebook fan page, I am Dean Edwards, my website, DeanEdwards.net. Uh, and y'all can check out, y'all make sure, um, y'all check out cause we're going to have to, um, have, have flip is going to be a guest on, uh, my, my show in the next couple of weeks. Um, the father mucking protocol, that's the name of my podcast, like it. Uh, uh, the father mucking protocol and we'll, we'll be tossing it up. Um, and that's on all things comedy. That's uh Billy Byrne, uh, and Al Magical's network, um, and a bunch of other cats you can check out on there as well. But mainly you want to check out the Father Muckin Protocol. Father Muckin Protocol. Father Muck, F-U-T-H-A-M-U-C-K-I-N Protocol. Love it. To check that out. Dean, dude, thank you so much Hey, for brother, doing thank this. you. And Thanks. And don't forget, guys, uh, check me out at Flip Schultz on Twitter, flipisfunny.com, whatsfordinnerpodcast.com, at WFD Podcast on Twitter. And also, I've been fucking around with Periscope, if you happen to have that app. Check me out on there, at Flip Schultz on there. Uh, when I can, I just go on live and do some silly shit because that's becoming the new thing. Right. And uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this, guys. We'll be back next week, probably it's doing some more stuff. podcasts. More Aboard pod- the Norwegian Getaway. Or on the Norwegian. With, with Tracy Morgan. That's my shitty Tracy Morgan. I appreciate it, though. No, you're welcome. All right, see you next week, guys. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.